0: If you're a mompreneur looking to grow your business in powerful new ways with the support of a mastermind and a business coach, I invite you to check out A Players. Being with women who are doing the same work, who are on the same journey, people who have done what I aspire to do. And I've never been more clear on the direction of my business. A Players is a 90 day group coaching program for mama entrepreneurs looking to get to the next level in their business. This is an opportunity to step into the spotlight and earn the visibility and the progress that you deserve. It is for game changers and action takers who are looking for the strategy peer support and accountability so they can achieve amazing milestones in their business. Making the investment in yourself is like literally opening a door to the next level of yourself. It isn't until we really take that step and invest in ourselves that we are able to grow. In just 90 days, you'll achieve some of your biggest, boldest goals, all alongside some of our incredible mamas who'll be working on exactly the same thing. I feel so well-grounded, at least in that VIP experience. And I'm also not feeling like I need to go off the rails and continue to offer other options now because this is nailing it. This is one of the most supportive and results-driven programs of its kind, and we want you to be a part of it. A Players is a very special program, and it's only open for enrollment a few times a year. So if you want to take your business to the next level, This is your chance to make the leap. To find out more and book your enrollment call, visit mamasandco.com slash coaching. Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is the Business of Thinking Big the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Well, hey there, and welcome to the Business of Thinking Big. I'm your host and business coach, Leanne Kim. Before we dive into today's content, I wanted to take a minute to share another listener review. This week's review is from CS Wagamama, who says, I love this podcast as it's both practical and motivational, but mostly because it's a roadmap on how to build a business you love. Well, thank you so much for those kind words. And if you're listening to this wanting to be featured yourself, then I encourage you to leave a review as well. Just simply go to the Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to podcasts and scroll down until you see where you can rate and review the show. It takes just a few seconds, but it really will make my day because it's gonna help other people just like you to find the show. And thank you in advance. So today we're talking about this idea of your why choose me statement. And in fact, it's one of the things that I used to teach way back in the day when I was just getting started. I don't actually teach it or talk about it all that much anymore, but I feel like I should because it's something that's been coming up for me in my work quite a bit lately as you all and also my other clients have been going through the motions of this business building and things that they're working on. I'm seeing a lot of sales pages that could be stronger. I'm seeing a lot of websites that don't do a good enough job emphasizing how amazing we are. I'm seeing it in our social media. I'm seeing it in, in even in conversations and how people promote themselves verbally. So I think what, when we have this strong, why choose me or why choose us, If your business isn't yourself, it's a, let's say a yoga studio or, you know, a product business, then you still need to be thinking about why select this versus all of the other competitors that are out there, other people that do this as well. What sets us apart? So, and the way I used to describe it back in the day when I used to teach this to my clients is think of this as like your arsenal of material that you can use to win the sale. That you can use to attract the right person and think of it as three to five pieces of ammunition that you have in your back pocket at any given time. Now, and, and what three to five pieces of ammunition that you have in your back pocket that you can leverage at any given time and for multiple purposes as well, that whenever anyone is trying to understand what makes you different, what makes you special, Why should I say yes? Why should I book that call? Why should I show up to that call? What is it about you that makes you attractive to other people? And the thing that I really want to stress here is you do not have to be the best. You do not have to be the number one with the most experience or the most polish. You really, really don't. But naturally, I think that's what trips us up when it comes to marketing Growing, reaching new audiences is we think about all those people that we compare ourselves to. So I'm going to walk you through a quick exercise that you can do with me now or at any time. And it basically helps you get clear on what's your special sauce, right? That's what I'm going to help you do. Some of this is going to resonate. Others, it's not going to be the thing that fits for you. And that's okay. You're going to take it and leave it. Remember at the end of this, you're looking for three to five bullet points. Three to five statements or facts about you that makes you unique, that would make you the right choice for someone, not everyone, someone, okay? So I'm going to walk you through. The first one is years of experience. And when we look at years of experience, we naturally go, well, I've only been having my business for this many years, but how long have you been doing that thing, Or those kinds of things probably long before you were being paid to do it. In my case, I can tell people I've been coaching female entrepreneurs for five years. Or I can tell people I have been helping grow small to medium-sized businesses for 20 years. I have two decades of sales and marketing experience. Which one of those sounds more powerful? Obviously, the two decades, right? Obviously, that one sounds more powerful. So I'm going to lean into that because I guarantee that's something that a lot of coaches do not have. In fact, it often surprises me that a lot of business coaches are like former teachers and things like that. So when I lean into this piece of, oh, I've been selling for 20 years, people go, wow, that's something that stands out, right? So think about your experience in terms of not just like the years that you have been being paid to do this business, but how many years. If you can use the word decade, Oh my God, please use it because it's going to make you stand out. Okay. So that's one aspect. It's only one. And if you're thinking, I don't have a ton of experience yet, then pick a different one, pick the next one, which is number of customers or number of people served. So when we think about this, you know, I can now say I have helped thousands of mamas grow successful businesses. Three or four years ago, I could only say hundreds. And in the first year, I could say dozens. When I look at my coaching work, my community, the podcast, all of the different aspects of what I do and how many people are touched by that work. So think about that number of human beings touched, number of lives changed as a result of your work. Again, if this sounds impressive for you, lean into it. If it doesn't, Leave it aside. That's not the one to focus on. Another one that's kind of related to this is number of hours at your craft. This, this concept of hours spent became really popular with the onset of the book Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. It's a great book. If you have not read it, highly recommend it, but he talks about this. 10,000 hours at your craft makes you an expert, makes you, makes you amongst the best. So like hockey players are often young kids who've had 10,000 hours of practice. That's just how they get good is by putting in more hours. So I can say I've had thousands of hours of coaching female entrepreneurs. That's not something a beginner coach can say. So again, hours at your craft, hours practicing yoga even before you were teaching yoga, like that might be a number that just helps bolster your profile a little bit. That's something that maybe someone else is not leveraging in that way. So just think about that when it comes to your experience or doing what you do, how can you quantify it? Numbers actually really help here, right? Because numbers are universal. So if I think thousands of women helped Everyone knows what thousands is. Everyone who speaks the English language knows that. That's an anchor point for them. So any numbers that you can use in your marketing, especially if they're impressive, is going to help you with this kind of profile building, right? Remember, these are pieces of ammunition that you can tap into. It's not as if you're going to put all of this on your about page and have 17 bullet points of why you're amazing. You're going to weave it in and you're going to leverage that stuff as needed. The next area would be, again, something that sets you apart, any certifications or accreditations that matter to your audience, okay? And I say that because if you do not have certifications or accreditations, it might be because your audience doesn't care. I was working on my coaching certification until I was about a year or two into my coaching and realized, wait a second, nobody is asking me if I'm a certified coach. Why do I care about getting that piece of paper, getting letters behind my name? It's never been something that I value all that much. However, I coach lawyers and I guarantee that their customers care about those letters behind their name, right? So think about that. Do you have any specific trainings, accreditation, certifications that other people in your field don't have? I think about the yoga world, for example, in particular, you might have a basic like yoga studios, yoga teachers might have a basic yoga training, but do they have a certification in a specific, maybe more advanced style? Maybe they're certified prenatal yoga, right? So think about that. Think about any sort of unique approach to the work that you do or any sort of specific areas of focus, Again, like there's yoga instructors and then there's yin yoga instructors or something like that, right? There's coaches and then there's mindset coaches. So is there an area of focus or a specific approach that you take to the work that you do that other people don't have, right? So that's something to think about as well. I think about someone who creates videos, right? There's videographers and then there's documentary-style videographers. That sets you apart from the average. And again, only if this is meaningful to your people. And if you're not sure, ask them. Talk to them about it. See what it is that makes you unique that they are drawn to. Okay, another set of, again, this is all about building out your why-choose-me. Someone might choose you because you've won specific awards or have specific accolades being named this top entrepreneur or that, you know, that matters to people that sets you apart from somebody else. So do you have, I don't know if you have heard me say this, but I, I refer to myself as an award-winning public speaker, especially if I'm trying to get speaking gigs. And that is true. It is also true that I won those awards in the first half of my life, (laughs) which was 20 years ago, but it doesn't change the fact that I'm a really great public speaker. So we want these to be true, but the problem becomes a lot of people are scared to say things because it sounds too braggy or too embellished. But as I am reading your sales pages, as I'm reading your copy, that's not the problem here. If anything, you are under selling yourselves. You're undervaluing how much you bring to the table. So I'm just trying to give you those anchor points where you can go and do the work and say, what is it that sets me apart? Let me drill down here and get really specific. So awards, accolades, along with that, any sort of mentions or features. I don't know if y'all saw this, but I got featured in Forbes last year. It was kind of a weird experience, to be honest. And I don't talk about it a lot, but that again, that sets me apart from other business coaches who would kill for that kind of exposure. I talk about being featured on, you know, James Wedmore's podcast, Rick Mulrady's podcast even though that's just, you know, it's a, just a podcast, quote unquote, it's still, I, I think, sets me apart because it's a podcast. Though Both of those are widely listened to by millions of entrepreneurs. Again, not just anyone gets on that show. So what does that look like for you? Have you been featured in any magazines, any virtual magazines? Have you been a speaker at any conferences, right? Have you had any sort of honors bestowed upon you that maybe you've forgotten about? that you could leverage in your marketing. A kind of that goes along with that as well. Notable partnerships or collaborations. So this would be something that if you're struggling with the sort of experience thing or some of the others aren't resonating for you, notable partnerships would be things like, you know, some of the women that I have coached have gone on to do amazing things. Sarah Vartanian, Jennifer Singh, Sabrina Greer. Like I have coached women that have had big Careers in the entrepreneurial world, their names actually carry a lot of weight. Collaborations. When I think about some of the speakers that have said yes to being on our stage, again, that sets me apart. The fact that I have the conference in the first place, but also the fact that Amy Porterfield, Vivian Kay, Erica M, you know, all of these amazing people that are at the next level have agreed to speak on my stage. That's something that I could leverage more of. Just want to go back a second here. When we talk about mentions and features, where this is appropriate is in your website, you know, as featured in. If you are doing this, please only list like the top five and most impressive places. If you have 20 logos on your screen, it looks like a little bit, like we're trying too hard. And most of the logos are unrecognizable to to a lot of people. Always go for the biggest shiniest, most impressive that your audience would recognize as the most impressive. Okay. So there is a place for that, you know, as seen by, but usually when I see it or as, as featured in usually when I see it, it's kind of wrong. It's kind of off. So we do this, but we do it sparingly because it's just not one of the things that we put, put the emphasis on. In my marketing, we could, but we've chosen to emphasize other things. So just wanted to circle back to that. When we talk about your unique approach or your areas of focus, again, related to this would be, do you have any specific methodology or frameworks that you teach? Have you invented a framework? Have you trademarked a method that you now use in your business? Or if it's not your own, maybe it's somebody else's. Right? Maybe you've done this speaks to the certification. So, you know, one of my dear friends who didn't come and speak to this group, but has spoken to a, a past group, she's a marketing consultant. And the thing that sets her apart is she teaches the story brand method. Story brand being, you know, the book that you all received. Everyone knows that book. So she, she is a certified story brand guide. They call it, which is really cool. That's something that not a lot of marketers or branders can say that they have in their back pocket. So whether it's your methodology or someone else's that's unique and different, that could be something that sets you apart. In terms of bolstering your own credibility, things that do that would be notable pieces of core content, specifically books or podcasts. I would say blogs to a certain extent, but blogs don't carry the same weight as oh my gosh, she's got a best-selling book or oh my gosh, she's got an award-winning podcast, right? Those things tend to kind of just have a bit more sizzle. So, you know, when I talk about the book, and this is in my bio by the way, when I go and appear on podcasts and as as guest speakers, you want to also leverage this stuff in your bio. Your short bio, because that's what goes in, you know, that's what everyone sees and reads about you before they know you. So if I'm going on someone else's podcast, I want to make sure I put forth a good bio. I talk about being a best selling business book author specifically because lots of people can write books. Not everyone's going to get that best selling status. Now, am I a New York Times bestseller? Hell no. But the book won bestseller on Amazon. So we absolutely shout that from the rooftops, right? The podcast, I could say, I have a business podcast, or I could say, I have a wildly popular podcast for mom entrepreneurs. Which one sounds sexier, right? Okay, maybe it's not that sexy to people who aren't mom entrepreneurs, but that's the point. I'm not trying to reach them. So you always want to... This is so much more about language, than it is about you even believing it for yourself, right? This is the concept of like, what would my best friends say? What would my partner say about me? How do they brag about me when I'm not in the room? And if you're not sure, do this with a buddy. Partner up with a fellow A player. You know, maybe you have another business buddy you can partner up with and shoot these ideas back and forth because this stuff is really powerful. It's hard to do because it always feels awkward right? We don't like to, we don't like to shine a light on why we're amazing. But when you do it, once you do it once and you write these down, your arsenal is complete. You can tap into it any time you need to. And last but not least, one of the things that sets you apart is your own personal values. So thinking about things like, what do you hold dear? What's important to you versus what do you not super care about? This, these kinds of values could be on your website. We also talk about it in the Start Here course inside the members area. If you have not done this values work, it's really helpful because what it does when you say, I, I believe in this, or I stand for this, that acts like a magnet and it draws to you the people that also believe in those things. And again, it sets you apart from someone who does not Preach and teach those things. I'll give you an example. I recently got pitched to, to have someone on my, sh- on my podcast who had written a book and the book was about a specific type of entrepreneur and it was contributed. I think there were five contributing authors to this book. I looked at the cover of the book and every single one of them was white. And I said, no, I don't want that person on my podcast because she didn't think about the diversity element that matters to me in my own marketing. In my, when I think about making my people feel included, what does that look like? I think she's a great person and she's probably very good. It's probably a great book, but it didn't ring true as something that I wanted to highlight on my own marketing because it's not what I stand for. So thinking about your how your own values are something special. They're unique. They're unique to you. And they are something that you can be tapping into and leveraging and using as that magnet. Right. Think of it like you want those flies to come to the honey, but you have to be willing to put out the honey and you have to be willing to highlight what makes the honey so great. This is why we need this why choose me. So I'll I'll just quickly go through them, what what they are again. And I want you to make note of any ones that you may have missed. So we focus on highlighting your experience, your years of experience, your number of people helped, even if they're not paying customers, your hours at your craft. We focus on things like your certifications, your accreditations. We focus on your unique approach, your areas of focus. We focus on things like any methodologies or frameworks that you've developed, that you teach, or that you follow of somebody else's that sets you apart. Your awards, accolades, mentions, special features, any of those notable partnerships or collaborations that maybe sets you apart. And again, notable content, books, podcasts, best selling, you know, best, most visited blogs, especially if your blog has won awards. And then last but not least, I think that I think I ca- recovered everything. Last but not least, your values. So if you do this work, if you take the time to drill down on these things, I think what you'll find is every single one of you actually has quite a lot that's special about you but I'm willing to bet that you're just not talking about it enough because you're trying to rethink it every time and it's feeling like a lot of emotional work for you. So create this arsenal, get your three to five bullet points down, know what they are, write them down, rehearse them to the point where it's so natural for you to say these things because this this is not personal. This is just business. And again, whether we're talking about a personal brand or a separate brand, right? An entity in and of itself. You still need to know what makes it unique, what sets you apart from other people. And I promise you, if you do this work and you start to dig deeper, you will start to feel so much better about promoting the business, about promoting the brand because you've done the work and because you really believe it yourself and you're focusing on the things that matter to your people. Thanks for listening to the Business of Thinking Big. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com.